Well, this morning I want to share with you, I, I really believe that's something that's on God's heart for you, and especially for our church and for those who have been following us online. I really believe that this is a word for you, and I want to talk to you about the God who rewards, the God who rewards. And if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to read verses 1 to 6 and then jump down to verse 16. I want to talk to you today about the God who rewards, and then we'll conclude this service. We only have one baptism at this point, and uh, another person uh, was lined up, but uh, under circumstances, they weren't able to do so. Um, So Matthew 6, starting verse 1, watch out. Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private, and your Father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, pray to your Father in private, then the Father who sees everything will reward you. Then down to verse 16, I believe. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do. For they try to look miserable and deceitful so that people would admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that's the only reward they'll ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will notice that you're fasting except your father who knows what you do in private. And your father who sees everything will reward you. Father, I thank you for your word today. And Lord, I just pray it would find the resting place that you desire as you speak it over them. Father, use me, Lord, to speak your message to your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this morning I want to encourage you and remind you that we serve a God who rewards. And, you know, we don't always think about that every day, that, you know, there's rewards, that God will bless us, God will be with us. But the truth of that matter is God does reward. He is the God he reward, who rewards us. Now, we don't think about it very much, but God is very much in the business of rewarding people. Now, a reward is a blessing from God, something given in return for the good, the service, the dedication that we have shown. Now, some of us think of rewards as only something we'll receive as we uh, get to heaven, but God can give us many rewards before we ever get to heaven. And some of those things can be things like health and strength, uh, gifts, prosperity, peace, encounters, guidance, and miracles, and the list goes on and on and on. There are many things that God gives us as rewards. We just don't often think about them as rewards. But I want you to realize today that God loves rewarding his people. And he will reward his people as they respond to him in commitment and obedience. Now, throughout COVID, you as a congregation have done an exceptional job 
and supporting the church and keeping your relationship with God strong. Now, I know that not every Christian has handled COVID well, but for the people here who are joining us online, I think you've done very well. And I just want to really commend you and appreciate your dedication and your support to this time. I, I kind of had a chuckle this week when I was reading an article on the effects of COVID on the church. And uh, very interesting, kind of a short little book, uh, actually, that was out on it. And it gave a whole bunch of things that are happening in the church of today. But one of the things that the title kind of really got me, and it, it talks about why church members are ornery at this time. And I haven't heard that word used in a long, long time. I think last time I heard that word was my mom used that word. And uh, you know what? We need to realize that COVID has affected us, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. And probably some of you, you don't want to, but you kind of do. You'd like to raise your hands. I got one of those in my household, one of those ornery people because of COVID. But thankfully, you as a congregation have done well. I realized throughout this uh, COVID period that, yeah, we've lost some people, just like all the other churches, but we've seen a majority that have risen up to this challenge and that have continued to serve the Lord, even drawing closer to God. We've seen new people encounter God and come to Christ with fresh excitement, and I believe that's going to really continue. And in this church, we have seen some great support physically, spiritually, and financially. And amazingly, it's almost an amazing thing to state, but we're in a better position financially now than what we were before COVID. Kind of a crazy thing. But that's because of your faithfulness, your goodness, your response to God. Even in our worship and praise, when we were allowed to meet, you have responded wonderfully. And we appreciate your enthusiasm, your dedication, your support. And there's really been a, a welcome positive and all the negatives that are happening in our world just to see people enter in and even online entering in. And we bless you and we thank you. But more than just me speaking a blessing over you, I want you to realize that God has seen you. And God wants that to get across you, that he has seen you through this time. And that he's pleased by your response and he will bless you, he will reward you. And I realize that some of you are starting to see that. And if you're not, hold on, because rewards are coming. I really sense that in my spirit, that there's more to come, and he's going to reward you. And this passage that we read today, a lot of times we kind of focus on the negative of what is said in these passages. Don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. But I'd like you to focus on what's said in verse 4 and 6 and verse 18 where it says, the Father who sees everything will reward you. Or if you like the King James better says, the God who sees in secret will reward you openly. And I, I believe God wants to remind you today that he sees what you have done. He sees how you've pressed in, how you've stayed the course, serving the Lord, how you continue to be obedient to his word and to his voice. And God has seen that, and he wants to bless you. He wants to reward you for all that you have done. Hebrews eleven six 6 says, It's impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists, that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. And you need to realize that even though we haven't been able to gather like we normally would gather, 
through these past couple of years, God has still seen you. God has still seen all the acts of worship, the acts of prayer, the acts of giving and fasting and all the things that you have been doing. God has seen that. He really has. And God rewards his people. And those rewards are more than just in heaven. I like how 1 Corinthians kind of puts it. And it says, 1 Corinthians 2.9, it says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. See, God is something good for you. You may have been finding it pretty difficult, like we all have during this past two years, but God has something good and a reward for you. There are things that God is planning for you that are going to blow your mind. He has been watching you through this time. He's seen your heart. He's seen all that you've done to seek him. And be assured, you will be rewarded. You know, just in this passage alone, God tells us he will reward us three times. So repetition always points to the fact that what's being said here is important. You really need to take note of this. And unfortunately, a lot of times we take note of the the, you know, the, the negative side of those scriptures where, you know, don't do it this way, don't do it that way, where God's saying, listen, I am going to reward you for what I have seen. And he will. He's going to do that. And I really believe that's for this church and for those that are watching us online and for Christians that have really pressed in during this time and re- remained faithful to the Lord. See, God has something good in store for your faithfulness to him. And I realize this season hasn't been easy But God has noticed you. God has noticed you as an individual, not just as a church, but as an individual, God has noticed you. He has seen all that you've done during this time and how you've kept your faith and how you worked through all these things that we're going through. And he's going to reward you. He's going to reward you. See, nothing goes unnoticed with God. Nothing, nothing. He sees it all. And he will reward you. And there's rewards that are coming your way because you have been faithful to God and because you've been seeking him. Now, firstly, for myself, I've been really been praying more into a, a move of God. I, that's always been in my heart uh, to see that happen in our church, our area, our nation. And I've been reading this devotional book. Uh, there's 70 authors that kind of all put their thoughts together in this book. And, and it's all about revival. And that's... Uh, really excites me. And as I read that, actually, this message kind of got birthed out of that as I was reading this uh, devotional that Dr. Bob Rogers of World Prayer Center was talking about. And he kind of used what we see in this passage of Scripture. He said, three duties of all Christians that result in rewards. And he talks about, of course, giving, talks about praying, talks about fasting. And as I read that, I kind of thought, well, that's us. That's our church. We're doing those things, and our people have been faithful in doing those things, and so there will be a reward. And so that was kind of my inspiration uh, for this message, that God does want to reward us for the things that we have done, especially during these last few years. And I know that God is ready to release rewards, and this is just a reminder or why we should be expecting those rewards, because our Heavenly Father sees all. He sees you. He sees you. He's seen your struggles, hardships. He's seen your ups. He's seen your downs. He's seen your faithfulness. 
He's seen your response through this time. And we've all been responding differently. COVID has caused us as a church to respond differently in many, many ways. A whole bunch of new things for all the churches today. And God has watched that. And he's seen the faithfulness of his people. And he's going to reward the faithfulness of his people. So the first thing that Jesus tells us here in this passage about the God who rewards is that he sees our giving. He sees what we give and why we give, and he will reward us. You know, if we give just to get the attention of others or to make ourselves look good, looking for the praise of others, Jesus said, you just got your reward. That's it. You're not getting anything else. That's your reward. But if you want his attention, he says, be generous. Bless people. Do it in private. Avoid the fanfare because God sees what we give and he will reward us for our responses in this whole area of giving. Verses three and four of Matthew 6. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private and your father who sees everything will reward you. As we give with the right motives, God promises he will take note of that And along with that, we'll give a reward. There will be blessings extended to us for our giving. As I said, I've been amazed. Actually, our staff has been amazed. Our board has been amazed that through this COVID season, uh, to me, very stressful, worrying about finance, worrying about finances, especially the pastor. But you know what? Every month, it just came in. And sometimes, sometimes at the last hour, but it came in. And every Bill was met, every need was met, and we're actually able to put actually cash back in our bank account so we actually can do things without worry or stress. God has seen that. God has seen your response during this time. And so please understand that you're giving, whether it's to a church or whether it's to individuals or people, does not go unnoticed by God. He sees what you do, and he will reward you accordingly. And that's right through the whole Bible, Old Testament to New Testament. Well, even when we talk about tithing, and uh, God sees our tithing. He sees whether we're tithing or we're not. And as we've been looking as a board at our, our finances each month, we're saying, it looks like our people are really tithing, that they're really responding, and we appreciate that. But he knows that we're, whether we're doing it to just you know, do our thing or whether we're doing it to honor him in obedience, he knows. He takes note of that. He, he takes note of whether we're giving it freely or whether we're giving it grudgingly. But as we tithe wanting to honor God, which I see in this church, he sees that and he says, I will give a reward. Not the pastor says, God himself, the heavenly father says, I will give a reward as I see that response in giving. Listen to what it says in Malachi 3, 10 to 12. It says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there'll be enough room, food in my temple. And if you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant. I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Then all nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of heaven's army. You know, I can, I can tell you that our church takes tithing seriously. You have to be. There's no other way that we can bring 
are bringing in the income that we are without you guys tithing. It has to be so. And we thank you for that. But more importantly than that your pastor would recognize that your church is doing well, he's recognizing that. He's seeing what you're doing. He's seeing how you're responding. And especially through this time when, you know, we, our giving has gone multiple different ways. And uh, uh, we just finally got ourselves where you can do e-transfers here to the church as well. So we've been scrambling trying to make things that people can give more easily. And you've been responding tremendously. And we just want to say thank you. But more importantly, God has recognized that. And you will be, he says, you will be blessed. He says, he will reward you in ways that will surprise you and ways that there will be an abundance. I kind of remember that little cliche that uh, Clive Pick used to use. Remember, we had him here and he talked about tithing and uh, he talked about that God wants to bring you to the place of just enough to the place of more than enough. And uh, I still believe that. That's what God will do. He will reward you. This devotional that I was reading by Dr. Bob Rogers, he made an interesting comment on this passage of Scripture as well. And he says, when you tithe and give offerings, you need to recognize that you're giving it into the Lord. The Lord of heaven's armies is taking note of what you're doing. And he says, so as you're giving, you're, you're, you're not just attracting God to what you're doing, but you're also attracting the angels of heaven who will fight for you. You're getting heaven involved. So your tithing and your offerings in the church, God says, I, I will reward you. I see that. I see that. I see your giving. Jesus as well, he notices our giving. And you might remember the story in the Bible where it talks about this widow who came in as Jesus was standing in the temple. He was watching people. And she gave two small coins in the temple. And Jesus pointed out to the disciples that this lady gave more than anybody else that came into the temple that day. Because Jesus said, this lady gave out of her poverty. She gave all that she had, while all the other people gave out of their surplus. Kind of reminds us, Jesus sees her giving. And I like what Jesus says about rewards and giving as well. Luke chapter 6, verse 38, it says, Give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together, to make room for more running over, poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. So Jesus is telling us as well, there's rewards for giving. And that our giving does get noticed by God. And there's a reward that comes with it. Blessings will come to us. Sometimes the Bible says, right into your lap. You're not expecting it, and that's what God does. He just drops it right in your lap. That's what he does. The message continues with the apostles as they taught about giving and the God who sees and sees our giving and rewards us. 2 Corinthians 9, 7 to 8, you must decide in your heart how much to give. Don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure for God loves a person who gives cheerfully and God will generously provide all you need. He'll reward you. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. So God is promising a reward to increase our resources and reward us as we're responding to giving in any area. So as we look at the God rewards, he, we get his attention by our giving. 
You may not think of that when we give. For a lot of us, it's just what we do. We just want to honor God. We're not thinking about, man, as I give this, I'm going to get a reward. But God's saying to us, you know what? I am going to give you a reward. I see your hearts. I see your giving. I see your sacrifices. I see the hardships that you go through, and yet you decide, you know what? I'm going to give unto the Lord. And he will bless you. He will reward you. God sees your giving, and he will reward you. And we need to understand that today. And I believe that as God is looking over this church, I believe he has seen very clearly how well you supported this work over the years, and especially during this COVID time. And his promise to you is that he is going to reward you. And I sense that there's more rewards coming because of your generosity. No eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has in store for you. There are some good things in store for you. And it starts simply by just giving. You'll be rewarded. A second thing that Jesus tells us about the God of rewards is that he will reward you for your praying. Please understand that God sees all the praying that you are doing. And I realize, you know, we've just been gone through a season where sometimes we have church, sometimes we don't have church. Sometimes we have a program, sometimes we don't have a program. And so with all that chaos that is going on in our churches, God has seen that you haven't stopped. Just because there was an official prayer meeting didn't stop you from praying. You kept praying. You kept seeking the Lord. You kept calling on him. And God wants you to know he's seen that. He's seen your prayers during this time. And he will reward you. Now, this passage says that, you know, that God, he's not impressed if we're trying to impress other people. And sometimes, you know, we can sound very impressive in our prayers. And Jesus warns that don't be trying to impress people, but rather use your giftedness to pray and to focus on sincerity and on those personal times of prayer. May we be known as people who have spent time with God. If you you want a commendation to be heard, May that be our accommodation that, you know, there's a person that I know they spend time with God. Again, God, he sees it all. He sees all the behind scenes and all the prayers that took place in any person or any church. And I know that we have a great praying church here. I've always known that. You've heard me say it before, that we have a great number of praying people in this church. To me, one of the reasons why our, our church continues to go forward is because there's people that pray in this church. They know how to pray. They know how to get into the holies of holies and seek the Lord. And we have that right here. And I want to tell you something. God has noticed that. He's noticed that. I really sense that in my spirit. And he says, you will be rewarded. Matthew 6, 6, when you pray... Go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your father in private. Then your father, who sees everything, will reward you. So again, Jesus is telling us, listen, prayer gets God's attention. He sees you. You will be rewarded. You will see blessings because you prayed. And that's more than just answered prayer, but a blessing, a reward that actually is reserved just for you because you're the one who was praying. Jesus presses into that truth in giving us the Lord's Prayer in verses 9 to uh, 13, pointing out to us that the Heavenly Father really does want to answer our prayers. And he gives us the Lord's Prayer that encourages us to look unto the Father. And as you read the Lord's Prayer, we see that 
obviously the Lord's prayer is there to show us that God desires to answer prayer. He does, He responds to it. He'll give us a reward. And then in the very next chapter, Jesus further talks about the rewards we receive when we pray. Matthew 7, 7 to 8, he says, keep on asking. You will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Those are promises. Those are God's promises to you. You know, I love this because it's not us saying, hey, God, uh, you remember your promise? No, God saying, hey, people of God, church of God, remember my word to you. I will promise to bless you. I will reward you because you have prayed. It's a truth that's also taught by the apostles as well. Hebrews eleven six. we already referred to that portion of scripture. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists, that he rewards those who sincerely Seek him. Obviously, if you're going to seek the Lord, you're going to be praying. God rewards prayers. And I really feel to tell you today that God wants you to know that he has seen your praying. Even though we've been restricted from coming together, we haven't always had our, our prayer meetings or gatherings that we wanted, but you continue to pray anyway. You weren't waiting for a pastor to stand up and say, we need to pray here today. We need to do this. You just went ahead and did it. And I want you to know that God has seen that. He's seen that in this church, how you prayed, how you stayed faithful to God in prayer. Yeah, maybe you didn't have your regular prayer gatherings that you long for. They'll come again. But it didn't stop you. You kept praying, and God wants you to know he saw you. He saw you. He saw you. And he's going to bring a reward to you. It's another truth taught when we read the book of James. James 5, 16, confess your sins to each other, pray for each other. What happens? You may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. You're going to see some wonderful results, some good things. There's going to be some rewards because you stood faithful in prayer. God has seen you. He took notice of you. Rewards are on their way. As a pastor, I thank you for praying. It's been obvious that you've been praying and that you got God's attention. Not just mine. I'm nothing compared to him. He's seen you, and he wants you to know that. He's seen your prayers. Then thirdly, Jesus is speaking about the God who rewards, which refers to this last area that gets God's attention. And, and that area is in the area of fasting. We don't necessarily talk about fasting that much. But fasting is abstaining from food for a period of time to focus on God and to pray. Usually prayer is always involved with fasting. Otherwise, you're really just kind of dieting. But prayer and fasting is another area that gets God's attention. Again, God rewards those who fast. Look down to Matthew 6, 17 to 18. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, so that notice, no one will notice that you're fasting, except your Father, who knows what you do in private. And your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. And again, you know, God's not impressed with us going through the motions. He's impressed when it's from the heart and when it's sincere. God desires sincerity. God desires to see people step out and seek him even without a planned event. Planned events are great and wonderful, 
But God loves to see people that just simply are saying, what do you want me to do, God? I want you to fast. Okay, God, I'll do that. I know there's many in this house that are doing that, that are fasting. You haven't told anybody, but you are. And God says, I see that. And I'm going to reward you for that. Personally, for myself, I've been fasting a number of times every week now for, I don't know how long, it's been at least three months. I just felt one day God said, I want you to fast. Didn't give me a reason, didn't say how long. Told me to fast, and I just, okay. And I did that, and I have been faithful to be uh, fasting during these months. But I just have this sense in my mind that God is saying there's a whole bunch of others I've also called to do the very same thing. You won't be the only one that'll be fasting in this church. There's gonna be many others in this church that have responded to a call of fasting that came from the Spirit, not from a pastor, not from an organization, not from a church, but there's just Christian people all over the place that have just simply responded and started fasting. And so if you're one of those people, God wants you to know, I see that. I've seen those moments where you fasted, especially during this time, and there's going to be a reward. I know for myself, I've been praying and taking the time to pray for the needs of our church, uh, people that are going through difficult situations, people that are in need of healing. And I've also been praying, God, I, I want to see revival. I want to see what your word says. The lame walk, the blind see, the deaf hear. Those with leprosies are cured. The dead are raised. That's what I'm praying for. And I keep reminding him, Lord, that's what I'm hanging on to. I'm going to keep praying that. And he says, I see what you're doing. And every one of you that have been praying and fasting, even though you may not have told somebody, go ahead and tell them now. I think we'd find there's been a lot of people fasting in this church. And I'm thankful for that. And God says there's going to be a reward for it. All through the Bible, we see that God rewards people who fast. I love the story of King Jehoshaphat. When the armies of the Ammonites, Moabites, the Mennonites, all the ites, came against them, and there were no match to fight against this army, and so the king called for a fast. Second Chronicles 20, 3-4, says, Jehoshaphat was terrified by the news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Fasting can be very powerful. And we see in this case that God rewarded them for their fasting. And he began to encourage them, and he sent a prophet to them to continue to encourage them in this whole area of fasting that there is a reward when you fast. Second Chronicles 20, 15, he said, Listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army. For the battle is not yours, it's God's. It's God's. And I believe that's a word for many of you here in this place here today that you're going through some very uh, hard and, and difficult situations. You've been praying, you've been fasting. And I believe that the Lord wants to say to you, that battle is no longer just yours anymore. The Lord is coming on the scene. And he is saying, I'm taking over now. The battle is mine. It is not yours any longer. I am taken over and the battle is mine. And I believe that's a word for many of you in this place. God didn't just take care of this battle for Israel. He, he did far more for them. As these armies 
came against Israel, suddenly, the Bible says, they began fighting amongst themselves. And soon, there was no one left. They actually fought to the last man, and there was no army to fight. They were all dead. And so Judah got to enjoy this plunder without a, a shot, you know, as the saying goes, a shot being fired. Not an arrow, nothing. They just came in and plundered the camp because all their enemies were dead. God rewards fasting. And fasting is something that we need to do when we get faced with serious situations and problems. I know it's always easy to complain. I complain at times too. But we need to get on our knees and fast and pray for God's intervention. If we're really concerned with all the things that are going on in our world, and we're all upset by all the things going on in our world, well, then we need to get on our knees, pray and fast for God's intervention because God rewards fasting. The disciples, they learned this truth as well. And they kind of had an encounter one day where they were trying to cast out this demon from a young boy. And they, they've been very successful in doing this. They'd gone out, Jesus had sent them out and they were surprised that even demons were listening to them and were leaving people. But however, they got in this position where they couldn't do this for this young boy. And so they, they come to Jesus and they're kind of wondering like, uh, what, what, what's going on? And, and Jesus just simply comes by and tells that spirit to, to get out and don't come back. And the disciples are there and all one like, what happened? How come we couldn't do that? And we see Jesus' replies found in Mark 9, 29. He said, this kind can be cast out only by prayer and fasting. We need to include that fasting. Revivalists point out this truth as well and observe the power of fasting. I, in this article that I read, I kind of like this statement. It said, curses, weaknesses, strongholds are broken when a person fasts. Strangleholds and vice-like grips that Satan has on families such as divorce and poverty, cancer, drugs, addiction, addictions become broken off homes where people add fasting to their spiritual disciplines. Many others have also found that to be true as well, and I'm sure many of you have also discovered that as you fast, it kind of just brings you into another level. And the Bible says... The Father notices that, and he will reward you for that. Fasting also prepares us when pestilence comes or, or judgments or, or plagues or pandemics come our way. Israel was experiencing a locust plague, and the prophet Joel was telling the people that the response that God is looking for is repentance and fasting. And you'll note that as you read that passage of Scripture, the prophet Joel compares this to the future day of the Lord, the end time, just before the return of Christ, where God is still looking for repentance and fasting. Joel 2, 12 to 13. That is why the Lord says, turn to me now while there is time. Give me your hearts. Come with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Don't tear your clothing in grief, but tear your hearts instead. Return to the Lord your God, for he is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry, and filled with an unfailing love. He is eager to relent and not punish. The Lord wants to reward us as we take our faith seriously and take the condition of our world seriously. If we will pray, if we will repent of our sin, if we will fast, there will be a response, a good response from God. 
for his love will be displayed among us. Listen to Joel chapter 2, 14, as you continue that story. It says, who knows? Perhaps he'll give you a reprieve, sending you a blessing instead of this curse. Perhaps you'll be able to offer grain and wine to the Lord your God as before. All this COVID going on, we're loathing about all the things that we're missing. Have we been fasting? Have we been praying? Or have we been just complaining? God says there is an answer to all these things. And God wants to say, I've seen your fasting, church. I've seen what you've been doing during this time, and I'm going to reward you. There's rewards that are coming for this church and these people. Fasting is a serious part of seeking God that brings answers and breakthroughs. I know we have many people fasting in this church body. Even though I know a lot of you have not come up to me to say, you know, Pastor, I've been fasting. I can tell that some of you have already been fasting. But I sense in my spirit there's a lot of you that have been fasting without saying anything to anybody else. And I want to say thank you. And I know that God will reward you with a breakthrough that you've been asking for. So let's keep it up. And let's keep it up for COVID too, that it totally goes in Jesus' name. So as we conclude this morning, these are three serious areas where Jesus himself points out to us that our Heavenly Father will respond in a positive way when we give, when we pray, and when we fast. The repetition is telling us that you can count on these things to move the hand of God and that you will receive a reward. Your Father who sees everything will reward you. The God who sees those things done in secret is going to reward you openly. Those rewards are coming. You're starting to see some of them, but there's much greater rewards that are coming. And I sense to tell you that God is going to reward you. I sense that there's a, a favor that is over you as a congregation that is here and those that are watching us online and that he has seen your efforts during these last few years and with all this COVID stuff and he's been pleased by your response of giving and praying and fasting and he wants to tell you that I'm going to reward you. He's going to reward you. The anointing is going to build in your life. The, God is going to do great things for you in this church. Your rewards are coming. They are. So keep giving, keep praying, keep fasting, because Jesus himself declares it moves the hand of God. It touches the Father's heart. And the Father who sees everything done in secret is going to reward you. And this time it's going to be open rewards. Others are going to see it. They're going to start looking at you and saying, wow, God is really blessing you. You may have thought, we have been going through a time of testing. No doubt about it. We've been going through a time of testing. Some have done very good, which I think is the majority of our church. Some have not, but that's okay. God's not given up on them, and nor should we. God still does good things, but he wants to say to the church that has stayed true during this time, that has been faithful through this time, that has continued to pray, that has continued to give, that has continued... Uh, to fast, I believe the Lord is saying, well done, and I'm going to reward you. I sense that so strong, God is going to reward you. He's seen all that you have done. In, er in each of these areas, God has seen it. And I just felt that so strongly to declare to you this week that God's going to reward you. Not the pastor, God himself, our Heavenly Father, 
is going to reward you for all that you've done. And so please recognize that. God sees you. He sees you. sees everything you've been doing in secret. And he's going to reward you. Even if pastor doesn't see, even if no one else in the church doesn't see, that doesn't matter anyway. He sees. And he says, I'm going to reward you. I'm going to reward you. And that's why I believe the Lord would want me to say to you and declare it to you. 